0: and gentlemen boys and ghouls of all ages welcome back to another all expenses paid trip as we continue our tour around the fabulous seattle metroplex as always taking the helm our tour guide with the new you know i was trying to do a hostess with the mostest thing and then i realized like tour guide doesn't really rhyme well with anything no it really doesn't our tour guide with all the jive so easy Uh, is this where the is this where the saxophone comes in Uh, uh, oh oh, (laughs) oh, dude the careless whispers (laughs) intensify bro exactly (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah there we go that's how that's there's an introduction for you there we go (laughs) (laughs) easy how you doing this evening I am well. How are you? Also well. (laughs) That's a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah. That's true, especially with our conversation that we had beforehand oh it's it's, depressing well it's also just it's busy and hot for me you know it's oh that's true that's true it is that season for you right it's well so here's the fun thing right is Mm -hmm. arizona has this thing called monsoon season and monsoon season is when we're supposed to get supposed to get like all of our rainfall for the year basically Uh and the thing with uh monsoon season is uh, normally it would be in July because I have constant memories as a kid of going to the 4th of July fireworks show. And sometimes it would just get uh, rained out because mm-hmm. you know, the, the it rain's Down too much. Yeah, yep, yeah. Can't do the fireworks. It's a bad time. Everybody goes home sad. Mm-hmm. It is the middle of August and we have yet to have our monsoon season this year so far. <laughs> we frightening. This, this upcoming Friday, Thursday and Friday, we're supposed to actually have like our first major rains. And yeah, uh it is a Oof. quarter, it is a quarter to nine o'clock PM right now when we're recording this a little <laughs> peek behind the window. It is still 101 degrees outside right now. Jesus. So it is toasty and long. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that's fair. Over here on the other side of the coast, though, we're we're experiencing all our rain oh well like two days ago we had a fantastic lightning storm oh enjoy i i was it was must, great must be nice seasons <laughs> what are the, seasons what? they're pretty what great what does it mean i mean minus the the winter and the freezing cold you know i could probably do without that anyway it's you know that's my trade-off is uh you know i get 75 degree christmas and you know ah, that's... that's true that's good That's pretty alright. I like t-shirt and shorts Christmas. It's a good time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's continue our view around the Metroplex. We've already hit the two slums and downtown. Mm -hmm. I guess it's now it's time to see how the other side lives. Gotta go uptown. We're going. We're definitely going to Uptown. I hope you are wearing your fancy tray Chic clothes. The only ones I have, <laughs> I burned we're... the rest of them. Fantastic. <laughs> we're headed to Bellevue. <laughs> Woo! High tech and high class. As always, we give the population for the district. You know how the the both the barons and Puyallup has like a high population count, like they're up in like the four or five hundred thousands, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not Bellevue, sir. Oh, no, we're only at two hundred and nine thousand. Oh, damn. Yeah, that's a pretty substantial drop off. Yeah, it is. Uh, This is also one of the places where you'll have a high corporate affiliation at almost 90 percent. Okay, yeah, that checks out. Uh-huh. And their per capita income is pretty high as well. If you're living in Bellevue, on average, you should be making around 110,000 new yen. Like a year or uh that's per capita income. I think it's per year maybe. Okay. So, pretty nice, pretty that's, pretty it's high. Fair. It's fair. It's yeah, fair. Yeah. 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 That's not too shabby. Well, let's dive into this beautiful district. Considering that most of the, you know, um, places to live in the Barrens is, hey, I found this old abandoned building and I'm just going to stay here now. So <laughs> this, you know, is, this is mine now. I moved in yesterday and there's still a roof on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know, considering that that's the other way that we've looked at this before, uh, you know, fair. I Solid mean, for- living. For the quick perspective, just just because uh mm-hmm. the redmond per capita income is six thousand six hundred per year. So substantially substantially lower. Substantially lower. Substantially. Yes. Lower. substantially. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. All right. Well, Bellevue has always been a favorite retreat for Seattle's rich and powerful.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Before the awakening, the district's forested hills were a favorite place for building homes away from the crowds and noise of downtown Seattle. Bellevue still has that air of pristine beauty, though the trees have long since been stripped away and replaced with forests of apartment towers. A quick tour of Bellevue's elegant business center reveals that computers and microtronics are responsible for the area's wealth and reputation. Not only is the district home to the offices of microdeck, but computer giants such as Fuchi Industrial Electronics, which later gets sold off in the years to larger corporations like Mitsuhama and Shiwase.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: expect to spend at least half a day seeing the sights of the district, maybe even the evening in the many excellent restaurants, Trid theaters, and night hotspots. Ooh. That sounds nice. Mm-hmm. Is So is Bellevue like the uh, Silicon Valley of the Pacific Northwest? Yeah, it's what Redmond was supposed to be, where they had Microsoft and IBM and everything and it was growing. It was supposed to be that new Silicon Valley and then the crash hits and they lose everything and redmond becomes what it is and then once the matrix becomes mainstream Uh and gets commercial access to your everyday user that's when bellevue starts growing uh, in that regard to be able to supply people with the computer technologies to interface i see once it re-stabilizes, they were like, "Well, we've already relocated to Bellevue. I mean, mm-hmm. we Might just well. signed this lease. You know, it'd be a shame if we <laughs> had to move again already." Right? We'll just stabilize here. Yeah, yeah, right. We'll just <laughs> wait it out. Give it a couple of years. See what happens in Redmond. Ah, uh, let's take a look at Bellevue's geography. Hmm. So the landscape of Bellevue is dominated by rolling hills and deep water lakes having been mostly stripped of their trees the hills have suffered a fearful toll from erosion only a few still offer their turn of the century forests and spectacular views of downtown that is one thing about the seattle metroplex that is kind of the the running thing of they've stripped away a lot of the natural beauty
1: which is ironic
0: because that's like the entire appeal of washington state is, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is well if you think about what it's forest. yeah you think about what it's surrounded by with um uh the salish She and council yeah you know? yeah that's very fair i mean and also like they have to basically make the entirety of washington state within the span of the metroplex True. So they don't really have the room that they, you know, maybe used to have. Uh, so, you know, that could be a nice tree or it could be an apartment complex. Like, <laughs> Very true. Sacrifices have to be made, man. <laughs> well, the waters of Lake Washington from the western edge of Bellevue, while Lake Sammamish... Defines most of its eastern Gnobish? edge. S-sem, no, it's S-A-M-M-A-M-I-S-H. Sammamish. Sammamish? Sammamish. Sammamish. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, both lakes provide much of the Metroplex's drinking water. Hmm. As well as being the source of many recreational activities. Yes, people swim in what you drink. Yeah, that's... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The lakes are connected to one another by the Dixie Lee Ray Lake Tunnelway System. Oh. A complex system of locks and tunnels. Uh Uh-huh, okay. Take your kayak through there i will not there's probably <laughs> monsters <laughs> with tunnels yeah well with locks also That's... true oh i oh, uh, i see hey. where you're going with that <laughs> uh, access to bellevue from downtown seattle is limited the intercity 520 and the inner city 90 bridges are the most direct connection between the two districts, but traffic jams them most of the day. Air traffic is often just as heavy. According to the last city census, there are more than 200,000 people living at Bellevue. Not surprisingly, the adults are well-educated, with more than half, at least, college graduates. What Meta-humans... Is the- What is the major college in the Metroplex? I think it is still. I think it's Washington University. I know we mentioned it at one point. Yeah, I think so. I can't. I just can't remember what it was. Because I would have to imagine that most people within the Metroplex would go to school within the metroplex still Mm -hmm. like if they grew up uh it is the university of washington university of washington okay cool Mm -hmm. still exists also interesting that they keep they keep it as the university of washington is that doesn't that state doesn't yeah washington doesn't technically (laughs) isn't actually a thing yeah it's not a real thing anymore (laughs) yeah hey you know it's tradition you know damn it I, i guess you would think they would have changed it to the University of Seattle or something. Yeah, it doesn't sound as pretentious, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, it could be to just give people hope. It's like, maybe one day we'll get the state back. It's coming you back, know? guys. It's coming back. Don't sure. worry. Uh, metahumans comprise a third of the district's population. Mm. Bellevue is predominantly a mix of Scandinavian. And Japanese cultures. Yeah, that checks out. With a smattering of Chinese, Korean, and a small but significant number of Africa. Ah. So they've got a little taste of everything. Yeah. Not too bad for Bellevue. Scandinavian and Japanese cultures clashing together, though. That sounds like it would be a weird mix. But interesting nonetheless. Yeah, a lot of sushi made with white fish, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Served to you on a Viking ship. (laughs) Uh, Of course, we have uh, one of the good members of Lone Star chiming in about Bellevue. Hmm. White collar crime is the vice of choice here in Bellevue. Mm -hmm. the money coming into the district because of the high-tech corporations is very powerful temptation not a day goes by without word of at least one district official being arrested or under investigation for embezzling i mean you know when it's there for the taking who's gonna miss a few ones and zeros on a spreadsheet right Yeah, hit him with the the Superman 3, you know? (laughs) fraction of a penny off the top every day. Oh, jeez, the Superman (laughs) 3. So great.
1: (laughs) Uh,
0: They also tried to do it in um, Office Space. Yeah, in Office Space, yeah. And it didn't work out so well. (laughs) I mean, yes and no, you know? (laughs) Yes and no, that is correct. Uh, uh all, with all this money floating around it has attracted the attention of not only the mafia but also of the yakuza oh yeah both own plenty of businesses in the district which operates as fronts to fence and launder their illegal gains once again all that nice high tier white collar crime mm-hmm mm-hmm Ethnos is the purported Oyubon of Bellevue's largest and most powerful Yakuza clan. Mm -hmm. While Jefferson Haiga is said to be a capo of its mafia. Both are experienced and respected businessmen as well as ruthless criminal leaders. Uh, The Sulpa rings also operate in Bellevue. Remember, those are the we were part of the Yakuza at once, but we're mostly made of Korean, Vietnamese, kind of Southeast Asia mix. Yeah, yes, yes. Uh, yeah. They run and dominate the prostitution and chip pushing that occurs in Bellevue. Somebody's got to do it. Taking up rackets that the mafia and Yakuza consider small time. Hey, you know what? if it pays if it pays the rent you know (laughs) i guess oh here you go the leather devils and the 405 hellhounds are the largest go gangs in the district the leather devils the leather devils okay Uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-huh the intersection of the highways near factoria is a favorite battleground At least twice a month, the two gangs lock horns, fouling up traffic throughout the district and littering the highway with broken bodies and burning vehicles. Sounds appropriate. You know, it it seems like it would be kind of a crappy place to try to to have go gang wars because of all of the constant traffic congestion. (laughs) But that's the challenge, you zip through on your bike and everything. yeah (laughs) it it feels more like they're playing like battle pac-man against each other (laughs) (laughs) pretty much (sighs) on to bellevue politics the mayor of bellevue is tian c campbell during his eight years in office, Mayor Campbell has vigorously supported all efforts to increase Bellevue's steady economic growth. Oh, quick aside. hmm When we were talking about the population view, what is the meta percentage in Bellevue? Meta percentage. You have 63% human. Uh-huh. 13% elf. Okay. 2% dwarf.
1: hmm
0: Surprisingly, 19% orc. Oh. 2% troll, 1% other. Huh. More orc than I thought. Yeah, good for the orcs. You know, I mean, orcs are orcs are surprisingly good at IT. They just have <laughs> they just have a stereotype about them, but right. <laughs> Still impressive. So, with the, uh, the mayor, Mayor Campbell, mm-hmm. Tian Campbell may not be such a shoo-in for a third term, as everyone seems to think, as he is currently under investigation for two major scandals. Oh. Either of which could remove him from office. That's one more than usual. I know, right? <laughs> the, the Bellevue Vista Mall was supposed to be a major shopping center in the district's northern section. In early 2049, the mall's president suddenly disappeared, mm. along with some 65 million new yen, mm. making the abandoned construction site one of the world's most expensive holes in the ground. And at least two dozen Wetzel's Pretzels. Oh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this put Mayor Campbell on an avid supporter. Or This put Mayor Campbell, who was an avid supporter of the project and its president, on the hot seat. Mm. Investigators from Lone Star and the Metroplex Attorney General's office are currently sifting through records to learn whether the mayor may have illegally used his position to coerce the district into approving construction of the mall. What? Never. I know, right? The second cloud hanging over Mayor Campbell's head involves his friendship with karen poke moon okay the suspected leader of the divine revenge sulpa ring oh that's a pretty good name campbell insists the two were only acquaintances back in college and he hasn't seen moon since witnesses swear they have seen the mayor and moon together recently scandalous scandal Candle's opponents say he gave her privileged information concerning local businesses. What it, is what, it mere is... coincidence that many of these businesses have since fallen victim to acts of crime and sabotage? Oh, I see. hmm I was gonna say, like, what type of information could that they're like, hey they have really good sales on Tuesdays <laughs> insider trading no that makes more sense that it would be uh you know mm-hmm. they leave the front door unlocked on Tuesdays <laughs> <laughs> so those are the two major scandals that he is currently involved in I mean, uh, in comparison to some of the other politicians that we've covered, relatively low, low scale, you know, like, like normal politician stuff embezzling yeah. and hanging out with a mob boss. Yeah. Yeah. Like all things considered, I've heard worse. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you have to consider him versus the mayor of or. Uh, yeah, the mayor of Puyallup. Yeah, well, who's who's more criminally connected in that regard? Uh, I think we know the answer to that one. (laughs) Uh, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely the P.L. P.L. Mayor is definitely definitely. (laughs) So I'm going to check something really quick. Mm -hmm. I want to see if he ends up being indicted on any of these. If anything, I think he would get caught for the embezzlement uh, of money. Yeah, that's usually where they catch him. Yeah, because they make some kind of stupid mistake. Oh, uh, Campbell also has close ties to the United Corporate Council. Which, the uh, the United Corporate, Council. yep, the UCC began as a chamber of commerce where businesses, where business leaders gathered for infor- informal discussions of relevant issues. The mm-hmm. UCC quickly outgrew its innocent charter. Its members now use their considerable economic and political clout in ways both legal and illegal. They are particularly strong in Bellevue, where a permanent UCC observer is on duty in the district council chambers at all times. Hmm. One word from this observer can pass or kill a law. There are also reports that the UCC has given city officials, including the mayor, gifts and credits in exchange for support of UCC-sponsored bills. Hey Chummers, if you're listening to this or watching it on YouTube, be sure to subscribe to the channel and give us a thumbs up. If you are listening on Spotify or another podcast streaming service, please rate the episode and share it so we can get it out to the other like-minded Shatterrun individuals. You can also subscribe to our Patreon over at patreon.com slash critical underscore hits. Five bucks a month gets you behind the scenes looks also, we'll put you in touch to be able to hear those Worm Talk episodes. And finally, you guys down in the description, you will find an affiliate link for Drive Through RPG. It's got everything that you could possibly need over there: new RPGs, new modules, supplements, adventures. Whenever you're going to check out of Drive Through RPG, just drop that in to the affiliate link, and that would help us out in the long run. And with that, I thank you guys very much. And now let's get back to the show. So, uh, update. I do have the update here. Mm -hmm. Uh, From 2056 to 2072, there was uh, Daniel Reynolds, who was running against T.N. Campbell. Mm -hmm. He was a local businessman who ran and beat the disgraced Bellevue mayor. In 2056, after Campbell's ties to the Divine Wrench-Sulpa ring were exposed. Oh, we were wrong. He, It was the mafia all it along. Was, that it gather. was the mafia all along. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Daniel Reynolds gets reelected in 2060 and again in 2064. Partway through his fifth term, Mayor Reynolds tried running for governor, but later withdrew from the race for, quote, personal reasons.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And son wondered if he would be able to win re-election for the sixth term in 2072. Which looks like he he doesn't, because in 2076 we have Jonathan Blake, who may be the perfect mayor for Bellevue, and he still maintains his sights on a run for governor with that. Uh, without going, a, he's a lifelong corporate executive. He used to run Sederkrupp's shadow operations for decades before jumping ship. Where did he jump ship to? Uh, the Draco Foundation. Mm. He's made himself popular with the public through his gang crackdowns and liked by the corporations who live and work in the district so there you go jonathan blake will be the up-to-date current mayor of bellevue from 2076 to the current timeline of i think 2080 can't believe we were wrong (laughs) i thought for sure it would have been the the expensive hole in the ground nope we were wrong it was the mafia connection all along (laughs) dang real estate comes back to bite you in the ass man i know right uh so the economy for bellevue the computer and microtronics industries have been the bedrock of bellevue's economy for over a century businesses corporations like mitsuhama and Renraku, giants of the industry all have factories and research labs in this district such secondary industries as independent computer labs and think tanks, retail outlets, transportation, and entertainment companies also play a part in the district's economy. This heavy reliance on one industry does tend to make the economy cyclical in nature. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, computers are such an integral part of the world that the last serious threat to the district's economy occurred back in 2029 when computers all over the globe began to crash. Of course, <laughs> this happens one more time in the second crash. All right. But they do also recover uh, from that as well because you also have uh, Aero, Ares Macro Technology has a headquarters here. And uh, Global Technologies also moves in later as well. Mm, okay. And they're one of the Big Ten of the current timeline in 2080. So they've got Ares to back them up. If they, they have Aries when... and they've got Global Tech, and they're still Mitsuhama, and despite Ren Riku having the arcology incident, uh, they still have their offices as well. So, places of interest in Bellevue. Where are we staying when we go here? Well, there's always the Bellevue Hilton. <laughs> because of course there is. I mean, I'm sure it's got a great uh view of the airport. <laughs> Probably. Uh how about Bellevue Sleep and Eat? Oh, that sounds it, fun. It's a cheap hotel that's near the West Lake. This hotel offers a panoramic view of an abandoned warehouse. The rooms are infested with all manner of animal and human parasites. That's the sleep part. The eat part, you'll have to find out for yourself. That's supposed to be like the selling point? Yes, that is the, that's the selling point. That's the uh, blurb for the selling point. Cool. Again, I feel like we're uh, really trying to incorporate that uh, poor chic, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely. see what it's like to spend a night in the barrens and not have to worry about getting stabbed yeah i feel like bellevue sleep and eat is probably pretty close to the touristville line yeah right (laughs) i bet you that they i bet you that they have like a gift shop there and it's like i survived the bellevue sleep and eat and all i got was this lousy Mm -hmm. t-shirt oh no uh, all i got was this infested t-shirt ah there we go (laughs) (laughs) definitely uh, restaurants and bars where are we eating oh how about the bellevue crab house mm. Mm. speaking of parasites <laughs> this excellent first class seafood restaurant is in the heart of the district's business center because of course you want to be surrounded by the mega structures of the the uh, corpo elites yeah when eating your fresh seafood yeah that's <laughs> that's that's my favorite view right when it comes to seafood dining uh Ezel's Southern Accent. Uh uh-huh. Okay. Small restaurant and bar. In spite of the rather shabby exterior, the Confederate cuisine served at this family oh, style no. restaurant <laughs> is first rate. Oh no. <laughs> well, remember, <laughs> I... cost Confederated Americans. Yeah, American yeah, States. yeah. I know. But still... That's what they're going for, but yes, I, <laughs> I get what you mean. <laughs> oh man oh geez we also have the mogul oh a large restaurant this is one of the best indian restaurants in the city Ooh, okay i'm intrigued it has a cozy interior a large menu and modest prices the lunch hour buffet is one of the best bargains around oh I need to go back. We have a couple of Indian places around here that do dinner buffets. I really need to go hit one of those up again. There's one here that does a dinner buffet that I really need to go to. Oh, it's just (laughs) so good. Ah, chicken masala. Uh, Mm. I think I know what I'm doing this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The owner of the mogul is a skilled master of the Hindu shaman tradition. Oh. Who sometimes entertains his guests with demonstrations of his skill? <laughs> so you get dinner in a show. In my, in my brain, it's just him doing the pulling his thumb things. Like, where did it go? Where did Where did my thumb go? <laughs> the, the rings behind the back, the fingers that just magically my god how does he do it he's so <laughs> talented oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man Uh of course the the mogul is a favorite of the district's more well-to-do mages and the occasional shaman mm, I like mm-hmm. how shamans are always dealt this like after note like I oh mean- yeah sometimes they're there I mean, shamans kind of feel like they're viewed as, like, the secondary magic masters <laughs> of the sixth world. Like, nothing against them. Shamans are dope. And I, I think that they, personally, I think that they have the most interesting, uh like, source of magic for the sixth world. Because I like the totem system. I think that that's a really cool thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, whenever we talk about shamans, it's always like, and then there were shamans. And it's like, what do you mean by that? Like... <laughs> like you know like they're still magic casters they're still cool right guys it's like they're shamans <laughs> right yeah i don't know it's weird because they're the ones that get to you know have all the cool crazy spirits yeah that's what i'm saying like shamans are way more interesting than just straight up normal magic casters and in in shadow run in my opinion but yeah there always seems to be this tinge of like and then there was the shaman <laughs> <laughs> uh we have the bellevue House. and that's not oh. p-o-o-r no uh-huh. no no that's P- p-o-u-r U-R. uh-huh mm. okay mm-hmm. yeah yep brothel and breakfast i assume <laughs> uh actually mm. the friday night fights are a must oh as are the Tuesday night Sloppy Soy Wrestling Matches. Oh god, no. <laughs> not not those ones. Yes, those ones. No, I don't want those ones. That sounds awful. <laughs> sloppy Soy Wrestling Matches. Yeah, buddy. Uh, why have we replaced the mud with soy? It I could don't... still just be mud. <laughs> I I don't know. Everything don't in know. the sixth world doesn't need to be soy. <laughs> you know do when, they, when they sue about when they when they say sloppy soy wrestling. I just imagine it's a ring full of soy sauce. Oh no, I imagine it's like it's like you know bean curd like soy oh, like God. oh yeah. It, it, it's, it's 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 people it's it's people in bikinis wrestling in b- melted tofu is what we're doing <laughs> melted. tofu. Oh. It's it's so thick I can't. Oh move. God! <laughs> it's just trying to log through. <laughs> and here they are in, <laughs> knee deep in the gray mass once more. Oh <laughs> my God! Oh God! Disgusting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, uh, there's also the Silver Fools. Okay. The interior of this modest eatery is spacious, dark, and private. The food is great, as is the beer. Um, I'm waiting for the downside. Well, apparently, in the back room of the Silver Fool, there's a lot of high-powered computer equipment. Nobody's really sure what it's doing there. Ah, okay. Probably, probably a, m- mining uh, crypto, or, uh, or <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say it's probably a, a decker hangout. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh, so there's where we're eating and where we're sleeping. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are we What are we seeing? Because mm-hmm. tourist attractions are supposed to be the big, you know, draw to this place. So we've got uh, right. the Bellevue Art Museum. Oh, okay. Yes, this bright three-story museum sits at the north corner of the mall and displays one of the best collections of artwork on the Pacific Coast.
1: Mm, its yes.
0: prize is the fabulous Ruby batso, a meter-high gold statue of a buddhist saint with an egg-sized ruby in its crown oh i'm surprised that the shadow runners haven't stolen that by now <laughs> <laughs> this is just right i'm sure somebody i'm sure it's guarded like crazy <laughs> or you you do steal it and you find out the ruby is actually just sugar glass yeah <laughs> I mean, I gotta it's, put a real Ruby on display. Crazy. Yeah it's, it's just a, it's just a costume jewelry, Ruby. Mm-hmm, <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. it's just it's just hyper polished plastic. You know, I thought it was a little light when we grabbed it, but I wasn't gonna say anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's Bellevue Square, which is a shopping mall of five floors.
1: Hmm.
0: Bellevue Square was built in the late 1960s, making it one of the city's oldest shopping malls. It is also the largest and most popular in the district with two nightclubs angel express and dragons roar which attract local celebrities i mean that is a pretty cool name uh you'll be happy to know that the resident yakuza clan controls the angel express and the bellevue mafia runs the dragons roar which is weird. You think that would be backwards, right? That's totally. Yeah, that is totally a uh, subversion of expectations. There, <laughs> uh, there's but also. Hey, you know what? I'll give it to. Them. There's also two body shops in the mall. Mm, okay. There's a whole new you, and a body name. body and tech. Body and te- I, the no, whole new you is really good. That's a mm-hmm. really good name. I, if 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 I was to ever open a body shop in the sixth world, I would just call it Bodies Bodies Bodies. <laughs> bodies, bodies, <laughs> bodies. oh, fantastic! Or B cubed is B cubed uh, mm. as 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 we would be known. I'm pretty sure that's what you would get called in the slang of the shadows. Yeah, that's what our business card would say. B cubed, <laughs> nice. Uh, We've got the Main Palace Arcade. The Main Palace Arcade lies in the heart of Bellevue's old city, whose turn-of-the-century flavor has been carefully preserved. The mall is full of small shops featuring the handiwork of local craftsmen and merchants. Nice. Residents of the neighborhood who want to preserve the old way of life strongly encourage metahumans to live and work elsewhere. From this comes rumors of anti-metahuman polyclubs flourishing in this part of town. Uh-huh. Uh, that uh uh-huh, uh uh-huh, that checks out. <laughs> yeah. Sad. As with as with most uh affluent white-collar areas, shall we say? <laughs> uh-huh, a cough, a cough, cough. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's also Thomas Vinters. This is Seattle's only winery. Oh, okay. Thomas Vinters is 100 years old and produces wine that rivals the best of France or California. The vineyards are covered with a dome and the air kept clean with the latest technology. Tours are conducted daily and include tastings of Thomas Wines. It's probably the cleanest air in the entire metroplex. That's very true. Yeah, people probably take tours there just so that way they can. They they'll try to bottle the air, take it away. <laughs> I need pure air. I, no, you know Thomas Vinters pure air. Oh, the coming coming soon to a shelf near you.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: It's just a it's just a little aerosol can with like a, like a respirator mask on the front of it. <laughs> yes breathe deep breathe free thomas venters pure, <laughs> <air. laughs> pure air oh wow what a great commercial well there's also the bellevue correctional facility okay i was gonna say isn't that like an actual thing the correctional facility yeah i think it might be like i i isn't bellevue like isn't Bellevue Hospital supposed to be like one of the most haunted places in the US? Am I crazy about this? Am I thinking of something else?
1: Uh,
0: I'll look into this. I'll look into this while you talk about this. Okay. I'm I'll I'm also looking as well. Um yeah, the correctional facility has been nicknamed the brickyard. And this is where the convicted offenders are sent to be rehabilitated. Cuz you can count on that rehabilitation Rehabilitation from someplace called the Brickyard. I I trust it. Right. Also, um, so the place that I was thinking of is called Bellevue Hospital, but it's actually in New York. <laughs> ah, I see. Okay. But it's it's like the it's it's like the, the oldest, psychiatric ward. Yeah, right? it is it's yeah. like the oldest public hospital in the United States that's been open still forever. But yeah, it was like one of the major like dark time shall we say psychiatric uh testing Mm -hmm. facilities but so it's called bellevue hospital but it's not in bellevue washington Mm. it's in new york city so not confusing at all yeah no god forbid (laughs) (laughs) uh well businesses are what's supposed to make the district go round and round for bellevue and we have aries macro technology has Headquarters here. The In case dark, you like uh, guns over computers, yeah. Right, the dark red Aries building rising above the shores of Lake Washington is a striking symbol of the company's growing presence. Night Arant Security, a division of Aries Macro Technology, is second only to Lone Stars, the security firm employed to protect corporations. Aries weapons, particularly their handguns, have become the weapon of choice for many governments, corporations. And private citizens. I thought that you were going to say Ares' uh, red corporate building looming over the lake is ominous as shit. (laughs) (laughs) It probably is. (laughs) Uh, We have the Cavillard Research Center. The full extent of what goes on at this sprawling research and development center is a highly sought after but well-guarded secret. What is known is that the center is run by Mitsuhama Computer Technologies, whose admitted specialty is Compu Optic Systems and Biotech Research. The Ooh. stores of information on Calivert's computer systems are virtually limitless. But to get in, get ready to try to get through Mitsuhama's good old zero zone. Oh, that doesn't sound good. Yeah, I remember when we talked about Mitsuhama and the the way they handle their corporate offices with the, the zero zone. of If you don't have the proper ID, then be prepared to be ambushed by all manner of automated weapons and drones. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The no man's land around the corporate buildings. Yes, that's right. Mm hmm. The killing fields, basically. Yeah, well, the lawyers don't like it when you call them that. (laughs) No, Zero Zone sounds so much more tactful. Yeah, yeah. So much more defendable in court. (laughs) (laughs) Also true. Uh, There's a place in Bellevue called Gaia Tronics. And that's Gaia like the Earth Gaia. Okay, Uh uh-huh. The sprawling multi level Gaiatronics building is sometimes known affectionately as Gaiatronics Mountain. Cool. Okay. Ah, probably because of the trees and shrubbery growing on the roof and the mm. ivy climbing along the sides of the building. Easy. Cold air in. <laughs> no. Hot air
1: out. God damn it! <laughs>
0: I swear that's gonna be a thing forever for our for our podcast as long as it exists. Oh. Cold air is hot, hot air man, out. Man. Hot air out. I support oh.
1: Gaia.
0: <laughs> well, you'll be <laughs> you'll be happy to know that Gaiatronics is owned and operated by the Salish Seed Council. Oh uh, yeah, that also checks out. Uh, the president is one David Graybear. That's a good name. I like it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One of the one of the uh, members of Gaiatronics is quoted as saying, "Much as our ancestors did, we here at Gaiatronics harness the energy that nature gives us." So is that building built on like a ley line or something? Or you know what? I bet uh, it is. I, uh-huh. I bet there's like a power site or something in there. Uh huh. It definitely sounds like it. With a not very, not definitely not ominous statement like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, also the old, one of the only buildings that you have heard about so far in the Metroplex that has greenery on it. Yeah, right. That seems to be flourishing <laughs> in the middle of downtown, or like mm-hmm. you know. Uh, the, a concrete, the, a concrete hellscape. Yeah, a concrete jungle of computers and, mm-hmm. tech. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, yeah. Ominous, there's stuff going on there. Ominous. Mm-hmm. For all of your medical needs while you're in Bellevue, you have two major choices. One oh. of them is the Overlake Medical Research Center. Probably not that one. Ah, uh, it is the largest <laughs> hospital in the district. Overlake is a major research center that devotes much of its resources to seeking cures for pollution-caused cancers. Pollution-caused... What does that mean? Pollution-caused cancers? Any cancer that you get from e- exposed Oh, so like, pollution. Like lung cancer from mm-hmm, yeah. breathing and exhaust and yes. bad stuff from... Industry. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. You know the the asbestos in the walls. Type right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it insulates the microchips. Easy. Oh yes, it does. Prevents <laughs> prevents the heating. <laughs> uh, there is a doctor in Overlake, the uh, Doctor Douglas Sekarak, who leads a small Overlake research team that investigates body regeneration techniques. Oh, so he's a ghoul. No, he's he's not a ghoul. He's, he's a doctor. I <laughs> hey, whoa, whoa, easy. You're trying to say that ghouls can't be doctors? Yes, I am. They Jeez, would eat their patients. Jeez. The d- the DNR oh, is on the patient, yeah. the body just disappears. Hmm. Hey, that's saving resources. That's one less body <laughs> to dispose of. All right. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Returned to the earth the way it was intended. <laughs> through compost yeah exactly oh god your other option for your hospital needs while in bellevue is the cougar mountain hospital oh or is everybody that works there just like hot middle-aged women <laughs> <laughs> all the north the nurses are north nurse choice oh man i you know <laughs> i know where i know where i'm going. <laughs> i think i feel a cough coming on (laughs) this hospital lies on the site of what was once black cougar mountain before it was leveled in 2010 as part of an ambitious federal housing project Mm. the facility was formerly considered one of the finest hospitals in seattle the reason cougar mountain lost some of its reputation was the discovery of a large illegal body parts warehouse that was Ooh. discovered in January of 2050. Like like a warehouse for body mod storage or like a no. warehouse literally just full of body parts. Yes. Okay. yes yeah. Okay, fair. The are racket they, was run they... by twelve of the hospital's doctors, uh, was referred to in the media as the Frankenstein factory. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good, that's solid. I mm-hmm. was gonna ask if it was if it was the warehouse of the ghoul doctor from the other research laboratory, but you know it's fine. <laughs> well, when it's called the Frankenstein Factory, I imagine there's lots. It's of It's pretty parts. good. It's 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 mm-hmm. pretty good. I I'm a big fan <laughs> of that. Uh, they definitely got the naming convention down for sure. Well, let's hit the uh, miscellaneous parts around Bellevue. We've got the gates okay mm-hmm. this large and opulent casino oh was built by charles gates father of microdex current ceo brian w gates the any relation to william gates <laughs> his friends call him bill uh let me actually check, because it's for MicroDeck Industries. Boy, is it. <laughs> Boy, howdy. Sounds familiar. How do we not get sued? They might as well have just <laughs> called it Macro Hard. Like, macro Hard. <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, well, MicroDeck has been a leading publisher of computer software for almost as long as there have been computer... There have been computers. The company was founded and is still owned and run by the Gates family to develop software for small businesses and home use. So, yes, cool. MicroDeck is.
1: Macro micro hard. Uh-huh. Macro hard without <laughs> being sued. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, good to know that they still exist. Interesting that they changed their name to MicroDeck makes sense for Deckers and everything. Yeah. But they have the Gates Casino. You know what? They might as well branch off at that point. The Casino is a dazzling maze of grand showrooms and private card rooms. It has an excellent restaurant and and it is a rare night when someone famous does not make an appearance. Oh. Charles Gates reportedly is considered... Considerably notable for his shadow running adventures. So there you go. Oh. Charles, Charles Gates was once a shadow runner. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yes. Yes, allegedly he was a shadow runner. There's also De Geer's Electronics. Uh, De Geer's Electronics is one of the largest non-corporate tech stores in Bellevue. That's a feat right there. Non corporate? Uh-huh. That's true. The mom and pop tech shop. Yeah. They gotta be doing something. I mean, did were they the ones the who books. secretly owned the Frankenstein factory? Or, <laughs> uh, <you know. laughs> maybe they were in conjunction with them. Could be, yeah. because uh-huh. it's considered a large store and body shop, so maybe. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Could be, could be. And then, finally, to round out our lovely trip, we have Bob's Beer Factory. Oh, good old Bob and his beer. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bob's Beer Factory. This scummy little bar is a front for an even scummier body shop run by Carl Fang. That's... (laughs) Carl Feng is a good name for a guy to run a beer factory. (laughs) Feng supposedly graduated from a top-notch university in China. The bodies of those who have died under his care are probably dumped into one of the lakes. We know where they get the drinking water. Yeah, right. One of the two. (laughs) (laughs) If not chopped up and sold to the black market. It all comes back to the Frankenstein factory. Right. The body shop has been busted 20 times in the last five years. Oh my god. But each time the doctor managed to clear his name and reopen the shop as though nothing had happened. Hey. He has to have high connections somewhere. You've got to. If you've been closed down that many times for this illegal body shop or you're chopping people up or dumping them into the the drinking water lakes and yet you were able to reopen uh-huh uh-huh you know i i don't know i don't know how, how you get away with that <laughs> successfully apparently <Yes>. apparently is <laughs> how you get away with that. i guess and you know what even is more messed up since there hasn't really been any updates to any of these places of interests up to 2072 that means he's probably still operating oh yeah that's terrible it's <laughs> absolutely terrible is it <laughs> i guess if you gotta make a body disappear no yeah and you know the water still seems to be fine they're still I drinking it. A... <laughs> you know you know why it's because the ghouls will fish them out to eat them because you know sometimes you gotta have soup that is also true it's <laughs> a horrible statement but also sure waiter there's a dead guy in my soup takes on a whole new context in this mm, situation
1: Ah, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: uh, so what what's your take on the uh ritzy highfalutin area <laughs> Uh, I mean, it sounds more crimey than I was expecting, if I'm going to be honest. Uh, well, they I mean, said I, it's... white collar crime. No, know? for sure. But I mean, it's like it feels like every place that you spoke that you talked about is like, uh-huh. this is what this thing this is this location. And this is how it's attached to crime in some way. Like it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's every single place that we talked about is like, all right, fair, man. It is abundant. <laughs> you wouldn't, in, in yeah, you wouldn't have thought there would be as much crime connection, especially after having talked about I, I mean, like, and the baron. Yeah, like I mean, like the yaks, the 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 yaks and the and the mafia connections make sense because that's just everywhere in shadow run like yes. every city in shadow run has mafia and yak connections in some way shape or form <laughs> and that's well, fine well the further east you go the less of the yakuza you're going to encounter well yeah that's fair you do have the the, the west coast presence and especially with the retaken portion of yes. california free state and all that fun Ye- stuff so yes yes so so that does make sense but still like it's that that is like the expected constant but then it's everything else is also like and here's what crazy crime happened in this location and i'm like (laughs) this is where the rich people live right like yep yep okay fair enough well to have a a frankenstein body chop shop (laughs) in a hospital that's not in the Barons, like that's the mm-hmm. most surprising one I think to me is is the Frankenstein factory not being the location located oh, in the Barrens. I'm sure that was news for uh a whole two weeks oh yeah uh the, yeah more <laughs> more headlines about the Frankenstein factory headlines uh, 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 I, walk, uh I walked right into that one <laughs> <laughs> uh wow yeah yeah i mean it seems interesting i i think that it would actually be a way more interesting place to do a run than mm-hmm. actual downtown oh Because yeah, there's probably. so much connectivity to crime already kind of there that mm-hmm. you can play off of so it it makes it feel like it would be a location where like you know one of your runners probably has a contact that's located in Bellevue at mm-hmm, that point mm-hmm. and then would make things a lot easier to work with
1: that's but true that it could cool. be fun it's
0: yeah i i i as a setting i think that it could be kind of cool also like because of the the consistency of like traffic and stuff like that it would it would make it a lot more interesting to have to do ground traversal and then you combine that with the fact that it's kind of like you said, for the most part, it's kind of just like a concrete nothing, you know, mm-hmm, like it like mm-hmm. it's kind of just a it's it's a lot of uninteresting modernized uh like buildings and stuff it sounds like so yes like like not a lot of interesting places to have to try to hide if you're on the run from people and then going into more of those buildings could be like cooler world building potential as well to be like well Mm -hmm. which corporate building is this one and what could you do while you're in here right and you also have to think of all the extra hidden subsidiary buildings that are corporately owned that are probably cropped up here as well under different names. For sure, yeah. Uh, I have two other things to add Okay. that I discovered. So the the Bellevue Sleep and Eat Hotel Uh uh is actually owned by the Phantom Lake Sulpa Ring. Oh, okay. Which is not the one that the mayor got busted with. That was a different Sulpa Ring, right? Yes. She okay. was for uh what is it? The the, the, the the uh the Divine Revenge. Divine Revenge, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sulpa rings have like very colorful gang names and they're cool <laughs> they're pretty cool man like we'll, we'll have to, to we'll have to do a segment here on the sulpa rings <laughs> sometime soon i'm down with that because they get seem some... pretty they seem pretty legit how they cropped up was actually uh pretty interesting so we'll, we'll al- get to that also like more like central and like west asian like hmm style mafias are fucking terrifying dude right like people talk about how like oh the mafia or like the the, the, the yakuza are crazy or, and i'm like or the triads right yeah, yeah and it's like nah, y'all motherfuckers don't know about like vietnamese gangs like those <laughs> dudes are actually crazy like they're 100%, actually scary hundred percent hundred percent and the silver rings some are, some are no shit. different yeah, yeah the soap rings take that into account okay so when we do talk about them oh man there'll be some crazy stuff Good, good uh my final other thing is that correctional facility the bellevue correctional the yes aka the brickyard yes where criminals are sent to be re- rehabilitated well it makes use quote unquote yeah well heavy quote unquote here because it makes use of state of the art simsense techniques oh. for rehabilitation Ooh, that sounds awful uh-huh yeah yeah, yeah i don't like that I don't what what better way to test new SimSense control technologies from the corporations that are in this area than to use the correctional facility as a testing craft. Mm-hmm. And how? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thanks, private prisons. <laughs> God Yay! I can I, I can only imagine how bad private prisons have to be in the sixth world. like they're already bad in our reality, but, like, mm-hmm. in a mega corp controlled like society like that? No. Oh, my God. Well, think about it. Remember when we talked about and did the episode about Antarctica, there was that prison that was specifically yeah. Yeah. created to be down there. It was completely drone-operated. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, I would say pretty awful. Yep. <laughs> Um, just, good old, the good old sixth world. Just yep, yep. <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing like a taste of dystopia. You know, it cleanses the palate sometimes. It does, and I, that's the other thing that, as we're doing this uh, Metroplex tour, uh, with every district that we get to, it's it's been more and more the same. Of, and then the beautiful landscape was paved away so that we could put up office buildings. <laughs> B- was it, bu- uh, bulldozed paradise put up a parking mm-hmm. lot right yes it's yeah basically exactly. the motif of the sixth world <laughs> <laughs> it is i promise that there are there's at least two rural districts there's some greenery that still exists at the metroplex i promise we'll I get there it. it's true I, I i swear i swear it's true <laughs> um but yeah do you have uh anything else you'd like to add about the Bellevue District of Seattle? Um, you know, seems nice to visit. Would not want to live there. <laughs> yeah, it does seem like it's a, a visit place and then I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> and it is sandwiched right in between both downtown and Redmond. You have downtown to uh the west and Redmond to the east. Mm, okay. Yeah. Well, that will wrap it up for this version of our tour of the Seattle Metroplex with Bellevue. You guys let us know what you think. Would you live in this corporate, well-to-do, highfalutin, high society place? Is it your cup of soy calf? Just let us know. And is what it, is your version of soy wrestling? Is that's it, that's is also it, what we need is, to know. Is it your pool of soy wrestling? Is, <laughs> is it your soy wrestling pit, or uh, oh not, god, or not so much? Not so much. Oh, soy pillow fight wrestling. Oh god, <laughs> a Hard pass. The soy is everywhere. It really is. God, oh, such a problem in the sixth world. <laughs> Oh, okay, everybody, that's that's gonna do it for us this evening. I hope you have enjoyed Bellevue at a glance. And as always, you guys, we will catch you in the next one. The top Company Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logo, artwork, marks, photographs, sound, audio, video, and/or any proprietary materials used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Topps Company Inc. has granted permission to Critical Hits to use such names, logos, artwork, photographs, sound, audio, video, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with Critical Hits in any official capacity whatsoever.